This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. Welcome to the Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. You are so lucky today, listeners, because he has just got verbal diarrhoea. He's been away in Wellington playing at the IPs and he's got so much to talk about. You're lucky you can hear me without him interrupting. We are managing to fit in Judge Julie, but he's got gossip. VP stuff and what else? Result, pre-gossip, after-gossip, gossip. What do you want to hear first, Mariana? I want to hear about the VPs that you're banging on. What well, okay, there's, I'll give you some results. We'll start okay. with those, right? Results. So the open section was won by Auckland, who won by 13 VPs. It looked like it was going to be a lot more comfortable than that, but they had a couple of losses on the last day. But they were far really? enough ahead that they got through. They won by 13 VPs. The woman, Waikato Bays... It was an exciting finish. They <laughs> locked together, Waikato and Auckland, going into the last round. And Waikato had a big loss. They lost 13-7. Oh, no. Disaster. Oh, really? Yeah. But Auckland had lost 14-6. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so Waikato managed to hang on and win by one VP. Oh, it's lovely ladies. So, so they got home by one VP. So well done to the Waikato Bays ladies. And the Wellington Intermediates team, they just snuck home by... 43 VPs <laughs> so there was a massive win there were two full matches ahead of the field nice. it was never close the seniors they got home by just one VP Central District another one VP another one VP Central Districts over Auckland I tell you that is only a cell phone penalty away mm. not much in that no the Dougal McLean the main event Auckland came out the winners from Central Districts and Wellington, who I did a disservice to last week, saying they were going for four in a row. Yes, a they, quad peat. Yeah, they'd already got four in a row last year. They were going for five in a row, but came up a little bit short. Still a respectable third. And CD, wow. CD had probably their best performance for years, and they'd be pretty happy with second, I would think, and of course taking out the seniors as well. Whoopee. I wonder what Colin had to do with that because he was actually chomping at the bit to get down there. He was a happy man, but he did have to play the first two boards. He told me he was card perfect. (laughs) George was caught in traffic, George Masters, so Colin had to play a couple of boards and I asked him how many imps he gained and he hadn't actually looked that up. Oh, dear. Oh, well, congratulations, CDs. Yeah, CD, pretty happy. There was a few cheers went up when they got announced second. That's a good result for CD. (laughs) Well, I rang Barry yesterday on his return back into Hamilton and I said, you'll note that I did not text you because the last time I texted him, I gave him the commentator's curse and it all went pear-shaped. So I stayed quiet and I said to him when I was talking, I was like, see, it doesn't really matter anyway. Well, I'm oh. going to keep texting. Well, I was in the open team. We were lying third with a round to go. There was a disaster of... <laughs> Huge proportions. Really? Absolute disaster. Come on, spill, spill. In- involving the number 3,400. If you want to read all about it, Richard Solomon's going to... Shut the Richard front Solomon door. is going to write it up and you can read all about it on your dead bridge. 3,400. Oh, my gosh. Tell us about it. What let's, happened? Let's move on. You can read about it in NZ Bridge. Oh, what a sock. Isn't he a sock? 
It's all good if it was my board, he'd be pumping me for the info. Anyway, fantastic story from Tim Schumacher. True story. Doesn't start out sounding that good. Apparently some friend of his had a heart incident and he suggested to Tim that he should get his heart checked out and he had a what is it you have an ECG or an, an ECG yeah an ECG right. and they came up with a bit of a problem and they found out that he had to have a heart bypass operation I know this isn't a funny story Mariana I'm building to it should see the look on her face guys so anyway he's going in for this and I, I won't do credit to the story Tim sold it so well but he's going into his heart operation and they gave him this little pill and he said what's that for and they said that's to relax you before you go into your operation Mr Schumacher and he said that little pill that's look at me I'm strong as an ox that's never going to do anything <laughs> Three and a half hours later, he woke up. <laughs> and they said, it's over, Mr. Schumacher. And he thought, what does that mean? It's over. <laughs> and they said, the operation, it's over. He thought, thank God for that. He thought he was dead for a while there. Anyway, he's up and it all went quite well. So accordingly, bridge player, what do you think would happen next? He's sitting in his hospital bed and he's on BBO. Right? And... Decides to play one of Patrick's tournaments at the Auckland Bridge Club with um, John Curringer from Christchurch. They line up and they're going pretty well. And then he gets this hand, but later on, and he's got a, like a flat eleven count. I oh, probably shouldn't open. Ah, oh, what the heck? So he decides to open a diamond on his flat eleven count, and his partner sort of takes over soon after and bids Forno Trump's key card. So you can imagine that was yep. a bit of a worry. But what he'd forgotten was. Yeah, he was all hooked up to all the heart monitors and things. And at this point, the bell started going off and the, I don't know, his blood pressure must have gone He's quiet. getting a bit excited. And he said all these nurses came rushing into his hospital room and said, what's happening, what's happening, what's going on, Mr. Schumacher? And he said, I've opened light. And they said, this is a very serious operation you've had. He said, I swear they had those, you know, electric things that they put on your chest to revive you when you die. Yep. And uh, anyway, so that was pretty much the end of the story, apart from the fact that apparently six diamonds made. <laughs> so, yeah, funny story. It did occur to me, just imagine if you all had heart monitors on when we were playing bridge. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be a bit of it. Alarms going off all over the place. <laughs> Indeed. Great story, Tim. Thank you for that. And we're pleased you're back with us. And there he was playing at the Interpees for Very Canterbury. No, should... <laughs> that is a good Sorry. <laughs> All right. I also was talking to Jeff from the Invercargill Intermediate Team, or the Otago Southland Intermediate yep. Team, but he's from Invercargill. And apparently he had an incident where no stop card was used. Luckily, he'd been listening to the bridge zone and he knew exactly what to do. <laughs> Got the director over there and he came and said, thank you very much, Judge Julie. You're a champion. <laughs> so here you go, listening to the bridge zone is going to stand you in good stead. I also was talking to Warwick from Petoni. Shout out to Warwick from Petoni. Hadn't listened to the show for a while, but he met me there and said he's going to listen now. So if you're listening in, Warwick from Petoni, keep on trucking. Hello there, how are you? <laughs> yeah, so my friend Tony Blackburn was down there and he introduced me to Warwick. And oh, nice. Hopefully that's one more listener, Mariana. One Might get listener. us, you know, up in the ratings. It could do. It very well could do. Five in a row, they just missed out, but they managed third, Wellington. Yeah, not too bad. Not too shabby. Waikato Bays would have been happy with third. I think we finished fifth. Fifth overall. Yeah, so here you go. Another year. So do you think that had anything to do with just um, selecting the teams? 
Well, I think the comments were made um, during the speeches and so on that this was certainly the strongest interprovincials for many a year. Really? Yeah, I think selecting the teams probably did contribute to that. Yep. Yeah, so really, really strong teams right throughout, and it was tough going in there. I was talking to one of the seniors who was saying, oh my God, every PE game to she said it was like being in the in the top 16 at the New Zealand <laughs> the teams. New Zealand That's what it was like. It you know? be. There were no easy beats. Yeah. yeah, It was a few tough days of bridge. <laughs> no, I think it's good. I don't know how if it may actually have an effect on future, but... They tend to have some sort of issue always from people about this, the qualification styles for IPs. Some don't like it entering as peers and some like the teams and selection and all that. So maybe they might just do it like COVID. The news is that um, next year, Waikato Bays are going to have teams trials. Teams I trials? think they just had a meeting over the weekend. I've heard little birdie told me that they're going to have teams trials. Okay. Whether that will, I mean, maybe it's good to mix it up a bit, have teams trials occasionally, peers trials, I don't know. But because, I mean, you're right, some people like peers, some people like teams. Maybe it's a good idea to mix it up a little bit. Mm, okay. They haven't had teams trials for many years, I don't think, like at a base, so it'd be a bit of a change. I haven't finished with the gossip at the interpees yet. I'm just full of it. You're just full of it. <laughs> so, we've got an interview lined up for a week or two. Oh, well, okay. So, Pam Livingston, who's played in the New Zealand Open team in yep. the past, yeah, from Taranaki. She's doing some online bridge coaching and she has agreed to come on for an interview and just tell nice. us a little bit about what's going on. So that's something to look forward to maybe next week. So you said coaching. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, Mariana. We'll have to talk to Pam. Nice, we'll have to get some questions together for her. So if you guys have got any questions that you may like to ask Pam about coaching, send it in. What's the address again, Mariana? I've got it for you right here. Bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. See? Could have saved your breath. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> hey, so, I've got a question. Did you have a favourite hand? I know that you've had a terrible hand, but what was your favourite hand? Did you know that the postcode for Matamata is 3,400, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> a yes. favourite hand. Oh, I'm just struggling. She's caught me on the spot. We didn't rehearse this, and I can't actually think of one off the top of my, my head. My favourite hand's not one that stuck out. Oh, I'll give it some thought, and I'll get back to you. Any grands bid on the weekend? Yeah, there were a few. We, oh. missed, we missed a grand, um, yeah, and we... Yeah, we had some pretty horrible things happen. We, I was on View Graph, and that was our probably our worst match of the entire event. We were on View Graph, oh, live five. to people watching. Bit of Grand Slam off the Queen of Spades. I didn't think I was off the Queen of Spades. That's why I bit it. And uh, uh, I thought I'd ask for the Queen, but it was a bit of a, you know, sequence where it was a bit murky. And I thought I was asking for the Queen of Spades. Jenny didn't. I thought she said she had it, and she didn't. So we're missing the Queen of Spades. So it was on a finesse, and of course, the finesse didn't work. Oh. So there you go. That was that was not a favourite hand, though. <laughs> no, it's not a favourite. <laughs> okay, there you must didn't have been double lots of, anybody? There must have been lots of good things happen, but <laughs> off the top of my head, I can remember a whole lot of bad things that happened. <laughs> well, we don't want to hear about those too often. Now, I've got a little bit of an opportunity here to fill in some time. I thought... I might give the wise old owl some encouragement. Richard Solomon's going to show how the hand that he went for the postal code of Matamata 3400. But hey, I don't know what he's complaining about. 
Was there blood on the floor? That doesn't look like a telephone number to me, folks. It's only four digits long. But anyway, here's thinking of you, Barry. When you ask how I've been here without you I like to say I've been fine and I do But we both know the truth is hard to come by And if I told the truth, that's not quite true. Some days a diamond, some days a stone. Sometimes a hard times won't leave me alone. Sometimes a Some days a diamond, some days a stone. Okay, what's your next one? Um, that's about it from the Interpiece. I think we've given you all the results. I've given you all the goss. I've told you Tim Schumacher's story. We're just about done. But you've been busy over the weekend as well, I hear. You went to the Hamilton AGM and we've got a new president, have we? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But before we go there, let's listen to Judge Julie. Director, please. How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Question one. Bit of an unusual question, Julie, from the Interprovincials this weekend. If you're playing a pair that's playing a hum, and for those that don't know what that is, that's a highly unusual method. So these people, you know, maybe opening a club when they've got hearts and a diamond when they've got spades, whatever they're doing, something weird. Um, you are, I understand, allowed a written defence in front of you, and they've got to provide you with a written defence. Is that right, Julie? Yes, they have to provide a suggested defence to their system. There has been interesting questions about that because people are a bit distrusting of opponents that provide a defence to their system. But the people that do play hums are very good at providing defences and in general, because they see what happens, they will actually provide you with a very good defence. So the majority of people will provide you with something that is quite useful. Okay, so you're not allowed to provide them with some lousy defence? I think someone could argue quite strongly that that would go against the principles of what we pay by but as I said it doesn't actually even start to happen. The people that do provide a defence in general provide very good defences or at least things that are simple and effective for the people that are reading what's in front of them. Okay so part two of that question is if you had prepared something earlier like Julia Childs or whoever (laughs) and you preferred your own you'd preferred your own written defence to their System, are you allowed to have that sitting in front of you at the table to refer to as well? You're allowed to refer to a defence uh, no larger than a standard A4 piece of paper at the table. Now, some of us, because we've played against people who play harms more frequently, and we used to play against them far more frequently, far less people are playing them now, we have stuff written down in our system about what our defence is to these various things that come up. And it's a good idea once you're starting to play in tournaments, particularly open-level tournaments, where people start playing a larger variety of systems, to have just some simple underlying agreements 
about what you do when your opponents open something, like transfer openers, big club systems, unusual methods like hums and things like that as well, that will be useful for you if you come across something unexpected that isn't a hum and therefore you have not actually got a written defence to it. For example, Patrick and I play a system where our two-club opener promises exactly four spades and a four- or five-card red suit and a weak hand. And so we have a base suit to our system. And we have agreements that when we play against people where we know what the suit is that they've promised, that our defence revolves around that. So we don't have to stop and have a big discussion. We are more comfortable and we have more strings to our bow because we have talked about it prior to it happening. Ha <laughs> that's her phone going off, Julie. <laughs> you know all the grief I've taken when mine went off? Do you think I'm going to let her get away with that? <laughs> I can't remember yours going off. Yeah, no, you did, yes. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, I actually thought that I'd turned it down. What's the penalty for a cell phone going off? I think it's 3VP, so I'd have to look at the manual, but definitely there's something there. So do you get, at the beginning, no cell phones, and then if a cell phone goes off, you automatically... I think they said there was a warning. And then if your cell phone... There's normally a warning. There are some events, because where we are with them, where the warning is given, but basically at the start, and said, you know, you are warned. Like if we're playing the trolls or something, I don't know that we get warned. I had three penalty. I was at the bridge club last night and my phone went off. So I went out through the door that goes to upstairs to talk on my phone. So really embarrassed, right? And went out the room to talk and that set off the alarm. (laughs) (laughs) No. Double embarrassment. (laughs) We probably, anyway, you're going to have to do a bit of editing here, Mariana. (laughs) We might just leave it in. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas. Okay, that was a bit of a laugh. Let's get back to the hum. Probably don't want to go too much about this because it's not interesting to your average player. Just an interesting little aside. If I put that on, at least it works for people coming through to open tournaments where you're playing transfer responses to your club system and things. Did you have a story you were going to tell, Julie? Many years directing at Congress, we had a pair that were playing a hum. And their opponents were playing a hum in defence to their hum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, and so the people that played the hum originally wanted to know if they were allowed to have a defence to their opponent's defence. <laughs> uh, it's a hum gym, but not as we know it, not as we know it, gym. And now, this created a bit of discussion, as, as you can well imagine, yes. and the net result was no, that you were entitled to play just about anything in defence to a hum, because your opponents were already using a hum, and therefore they should be able to cope with it, I think was the net result. <laughs> but it was an interesting situation for a while there. Thank you, Julie. So to all our listeners, hopefully this isn't going to come up at the club. <laughs> it won't come up at the club. True. Well, find, awesome. okay. find something else for you next week. Rightio, good idea. Have a good day. Bye for now. You too, thanks. And now we're going to head back to the Hamilton Bridge Club. Yes. Well, is it a new president? Yeah, a refreshed new president. Oh, okay, that's good. So Ally Gray has done a two-year stint. Yep, and she is out. Sort of like life imprisonment in a way. Yep. Only two years, though. Yep, and our friend Nigel Gresson, he is the new incoming president. Nigella. 
Mm. I think they should put Nigella on the honours board when should they I? put the president they up there. They all know who we're talking they about. They do. They just they don't even need a surname. No. Just put <laughs> Nigella up there <laughs> and a bar of Whitaker's chocolate. Yeah. So he's the new president. We had a really nice meal on Sunday. Oh, I actually directed Barry. <laughs> Did you, did you need to put any emergency calls through to Judge Julie? No, I didn't, but it was a laugh. I'm so sure she'd have been available. I'm sure she would have been. So we had our bridge after the AGM and prize giving, and there was a phantom. So Gwyn and I decided not to play. We thought, oh, okay then. So I said, oh, look, I'll direct, and we'll do the fluffing around, you know, do some gifts and get the prize table ready and do this and do that. And uh, tell you guys, without a word of a lie, she thought this directing thing is just a piece of cake. That's what she thought. Her and Gwyn thought we can do this, no problemo. This will be easy. All you got to do is make the tea and that's about it, really. Yeah, That was a hesitation, Mitchell. We had feed-ins and we're trying to read and Ella goes, read this. So we're reading this and it's like, what does that say? Oh, okay. So wait and people put the cards out and it's like, oh, hang on, you can't do that yet. And they were like, oh, she's bossy and she's not even a director. And I was like, look, just let us get it sorted. Otherwise, I don't want to muck it. And then these people at table 10 had to twist around a little bit and pop off. And there was feeders. And I was like, oh, my and then, life. And there were a few people with 12 cards and 14. Yep. You? And they were calling out director here and director here. I'll tell you what, it was getting hot and sweaty. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm not going to be a director. I must have walked more steps than I did the entire week. <laughs> In two hours. So you got home and you were shattered? <laughs> I went and had a shower. I was like, that's uh, it. You didn't get Andrew to give you a foot massage? <laughs> he was useless. He went to the drags. Oh, so you, you <laughs> he know wasn't even all. in the city. <laughs> no, one of our friends, John Shepard from Palmerston North, he took it. Oh, actually, from Martin, sorry. He took his um, drag car up, so he normally calls on Andrew, and Andrew goes up and watches and does his thing. Yeah, he was... In his element, I kid you not. We both walked in the door about five past seven. But I was wise, Barry. I brought an extra meal and I took it home. He thought it was great. Oh, so you're the best best wife ever. Yep. Even dessert in heaven, I tell you. It was great. The other big news is, of course, the new vice president of the Hamilton Bridge Club is... Our own Mariana Cullen, is that right? Yep, that's right. Going to be Nigella's right-hand, left-hand person. But (laughs) I came with some conditions. Oh, dear. I'm not working in the kitchen, and I'm not helping out on tournaments because I'll be playing. What about directing? Yeah, he actually asked me, are you going to be a director? And I was like, no, thank you. Maybe not after that. (laughs) (laughs) But I did try, and I had to get assistance once. Yep. (laughs) So that was all right. <laughs> but sweaty work. I don't know how Bailiff does it. Goodness me. <laughs> he does it week in, week out. Day in, yeah, day out. He does. Yeah. He does a good so, job. So yeah, you need, you, what you need, I think, is more practice. That would be the answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you played the Tiamudu Christmas tournament on the weekend as Did, well? Yep. We pitched a 52 on the morning session and yeah did not do well in the afternoon i kid you not go on did you have a do you didn't have any medicine at lunchtime did you no are you sure they don't do that oh okay they don't maybe that that. was the problem then yeah two bottles of beer before i start the afternoon session (laughs) the afternoon session i don't know why but we just don't seem to be able to nail that afternoon session so who came out on top mariana 
It was Tim and Helen Healy. That's correct. Uh, and Brett Glass and Gary Foydle? Gary Foydle were second. Look, I wasn't even there, and I know the names better than you oh, do. But you're a stalker, and you looked up the results. I, I know I, you. I had to see how you went. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was. Other than that, it was good. Isn't it great, folks? You can stalk anybody in the bridge world. You can go if they had, you know, if they played a night at the you know, Dunedin, the, Otago Bridge Club. Yeah, if yeah. they were at Invercargill, or if they were at Westport, or wherever they were, you can. Click on it, and it'll come up and tell you what percentage they got, where they finished. You can even look and see if they, you know, they made six diamonds or whatever they did. It's great, isn't it? But not so good when people are stalking you. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, next week we may we will have Pam Livingston. Be positive, Mariana. We'll have Pam Livingston. We'll have Pam. Actually, Livingston. I haven't told Pam this yet, but <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave that up to you. Okay, that'll be good. Christmas tournaments this weekend, Waikato. I'm playing this weekend. You playing? Yep. So I'm who, playing. Yep. Who are you playing with? Mike Neils. Mike Neils. You're playing the Waikato Christmas tournament. Looking for a ham? Oh, yeah. I'd love a ham. Well, that's good. Well, we've got two chances for a ham because Jenny's playing with. I hope the weather's a actually, little bit cooler. Actually, Jenny's playing with Grant Jarvis and he asked for a new copy of our system card because they've played for a few years now. And he said the one he's got is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and he said. Every time recently he's bid something and Jenny says, well, he says, oh, it's on the system card. She said, oh, no, not anymore. That, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> so he decided he needed a refreshed edition. So he's <laughs> after a ham or a turkey this weekend. <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I'm after winning a raffle ticket because I didn't even win a raffle ticket. Not impressed. Speaking oh. of beers, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know that Liz Fisher doesn't enjoy flying very much, but apparently... She had a couple of beers in the Koori Club before she flew home yesterday and she said the flight was much better. <laughs> there you go. That's the answer. <laughs> See, there's nothing wrong with medicine to calm your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, that's about us. But if you've got any plans over Christmas or you plan to do something over wherever region you are for Christmas tournaments can you please let us know what the results are we're more than welcome for you to give us a call and say what the results are if anything funny happens at them that's even better hey i've just had a thought off the top of my head i haven't spoken to mariana but if anybody's got a tournament or an event coming up over christmas new year and you want to just give it a bit of promotion on the bridge zone we would be delighted to hear from you hey actually for the next three weekends i'm going to be playing at the waikato club's Christmas club and then I'm off to Rotorua to the Rotorua Christmas tournament and then down to Topol. Going to play on that one as well. So does your husband remember what you look like or does he just (laughs) see the tail light as usual? Or he's happy because it's racing season so (laughs) he's he's good. He's spending a lot of time watching tail lights anyway. Yours is just one more. (laughs) No he he was doing this motor thing all weekend so it didn't matter last weekend which was cool. Okay so that's it from us. Thank you very much everybody for listening. We will hear from you please if you like don't forget that hotline into the bridge zone what is that? 027 127 if you want to text us yeah. or if you want to email us it's bridgezoneshow at gmail.com Yeah ring it 3.30 in the morning that's it from us see you Bye later This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation.
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.